this is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain that everything you've been taught, every single thing you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong. You knew that. And you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. So what is today's topic? Think of this, gang. You, you guys are real estate professionals. How many times a week do you run into somebody who's looking to buy a house? If you're full-time, a full-time real estate professional, realtor, real estate salesperson, as we like to call them, how many times a week on average, do you run into somebody who's looking to buy a house? So, you know, it's a, a fair number. Now, according to the National Association of Realtors, that's the NAR, not NPR, where they talk like this about cookies and how to bake things and politics. No, the NAR, who who does all these surveys and all this kind of baloney that they do for us realtor members. You know, what does that money go that we send to the NAR? Well, they do all these money-making, you know, money-wasting perhaps. They do a bunch of surveys and studies. But uh, interesting, interestingly enough, one of them was about the buyers that walk into your open house. So here's some stats for you. If you like stats, you can write down these stats. Get out a pen and paper and write down some stats. So typically, the buyers that are walking into your open houses, they're calling off your ads, they're calling off your signs, they're, they're Googling you and hooking up through the inter, interwebs. It, according to them, uh, 70% of them have a house they need to sell to get the down payment out of it before they can buy your listing. 15% of them are just tire kickers who prefer to rent. They're out looking for decorating tips. 11% of them are like me. They look at houses they couldn't afford to buy if their life depends. I don't want to look at houses I can afford. They smell. I want to look at the, the good stuff. 4% of them only are ready, willing, and able to buy. They got cash. They can get a loan. They got the down payment sitting in an account. So 70% of them have equity frozen in a house they need to sell before they buy. So when you're an agent, when you're a listing agent, and you are running into objections, so the the objection that costs you the most money if you don't know how to handle it and it's the easiest one to handle is we want to find one before we list oh my goodness gracious we want to find one bob before we put our house on the market we want to find one so i would venture to say that more commissions are lost by not being able to handle, we want to find one before we put our house on the market. So what are the benefits? What are the benefits to not being able to handle? We want to find one before we list. Well, most agents, you know, not fearless agents, but most agents, what they would do is they'd say, well, 
let's go look at in houses because then you'll fall in love with one and then you'll uh, want to buy it and then you'll have to put yours on the market and, you know, that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. So let's go looking in houses. And they go, okay, let's go looking in houses. So you go out and you're looking and you're, you know, you're not seeing anything that they like. And then you you go out another day and you look some more and you're not really seeing anything you like. And uh, maybe you go out another day and you look around and they're not seeing anything they like. And then you say, you know what? I'm going up to my cabin in the mountains. That's what Arizona people do. We're going up to my cabin in the mountains over the weekend. I'll call you on Monday. And uh, and then you do. You call them on Monday and they say, oh, Bob, you're going to be so happy for us. You're never going to guess what happened. Can you feel it already? We went into an open house and we found the perfect house and we bought it. Cha-ching. That's the sound of somebody else getting your commission check right there because – those are the benefits of not being able to handle we want to find one before we list. But wait, it gets better. And they go, you're not only that. That's not even the good news, Bob. The good news is we listed our house with the agent that held the house open and they did it at a big discount. And cha-ching, cha-ching, that's the sound of two commission checks being lost because we didn't know how to handle we want to find one before we list. So last week, I was on a yacht. Now, I don't look like a yacht guy. I look like biker on a yacht. I don't, you know, I look like the completely wrong environment guy with my mentor and hero, world's greatest sales trainer ever, Floyd Wickman, to celebrate his birthday. So uh, he's 39, by the way, like Jack Benny. So uh, he taught me something called the buy-sell analysis, which is the greatest thing. Now, we teach in Fearless Agent sales training, we teach all kinds of ways to handle all kinds of objections. But I would venture to say that if you learn this one, you're going to lose a lot less commission. So this is the number one way listing agents lose commission is by not being able to handle, we want to find one, Bob, before we put our house on the market. So the way you do this, first of all, they sometimes they say it on the phone. Sometimes they say it in person when you're at the listing appointment. But either way, you've got to handle that. So I think last week on the podcast, we talked about some objection handling stuff. Is that what we talked about? Yeah, we talked about that. So when they say we want to find one first, you say, you know, you said something that worried me a little bit. Do you mind if I mention what it is? And they're going to say, uh, yeah. You said you wanted to find one before you put your house on the market. Is that what I heard you say? Is that right? You have that, it, that tone in your voice like, are you crazy? Are you nutty? Are you wacky? You said you wanted to find one before you put your house on the market? Really? Is that what you said? Yeah. So it's got to sound a little like that. And they go, yeah, we just said that. I say, well, you probably have a good reason for wanting to find one before you put your house on the market. 
do you mind if I ask you what it is? And they say something and it's like, uh, we don't want to be homeless or we don't want to get rushed into buying something we don't want. And you say, okay. Well, what would be the major drawback to you if you were to sell your house first before you find one? And they're going to say whatever they said. They might repeat the same thing. Well, we would risk being homeless or we don't want to get rushed into buying the wrong thing. Uh, and then you say, so is that the only thing? They go, yeah, I, I guess so. I say, if you knew for certain, like 1,000% for certain, that by going about it that way, and I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong, you're just kind of doing it backwards there, but uh, if you knew for certain that you'd be losing tens of thousands of dollars, 20s maybe, in some price ranges it could be 100 if you knew you'd be losing a ton of money by going about it that way, would you consider doing it another way? And they go, well, how in the world would I be losing money by doing that? Say, well, it wouldn't matter if you're addicted to losing money, would it? No. So if you knew you'd be losing money by doing it backwards that way, would you consider doing it another way? Well, sure. Are you... Now, they're expecting me to argue with them. They're expecting me to prove them wrong. But when you're a fearless agent, you don't. Salespeople don't argue with people. We don't overcome objections. We don't really do that. We just say, well, are you familiar with something called the buy-sell analysis? So that's what Floyd taught me. And they'd say, uh, no. Well, uh, you know, here's, here's what that is. What that is is an exclusive tool that we use here at Fearless Agent Realty. Kind of a bird's eye view of all the different factors involved in your very unique situation. You have a very unique situation where you're not only buying a house, but you're actually selling one at the same time. Remember that study with the NAR? It only happens about 70% of the time, right? It's very unique, very uncommon that somebody would be buying a house while selling one at the same time. Only happens about 70% of the time, so no big deal. But armed with that knowledge, you're going to be able to keep from losing a ton of money, costing yourself a bunch of needless heartache. Would something like that be a value to you? I mean, be honest. Okay, so here's what I would like to do. I'm going to find a time when we can get together. So then we book the appointment the fearless agent way, okay? The fearless agent way of booking the appointment, of course, includes – the ingredients, okay? The ingredients are all the decision makers are there. The husband and the wife are there if it's a married couple. It's the old lady and her know-it-all son-in-law. Everybody's going to be there that's going to be a deal-killer decision maker, okay? They're going to make sure that these people are going to sell. These are real sellers. These are not gamblers. 100%, they will not be living in that house six months from today. They're real sellers, We've booked a two-hour time slot. We've got the two-hour time slot booked because it takes two hours to get a listing in one visit, maybe. Couldn't take much less than that. Could take more than that if they get a little chatty. Oh, God help us. And we've got the CMA, if you're new in real estate, that stands for Country Music Awards. CMA information gathered so I can do a ballpark market analysis, and I know how much they think their house 
is worth because I asked them the million-dollar question. You can go on my website, watch the video on the million-dollar question. And I found out, I tricked them into telling me how much they owe. So when I get to go, it's a real live listing appointment. So then when I get there, I do the expired list intro that every fearless agent knows how to do. It gets their head right, lets them know what's at stake, puts me in control of the listing appointment immediately. Then I'm going to do the preview of coming attractions. That's going to make them feel comfortable with what's going to happen while I'm in their house tonight. Then I'm going to ask the four questions. At the end of the four questions, uh, they're sold on me. They would absolutely be sold on me. They're going to be saying to themselves, no other agent ever is going to care about me more than Bob does. No other agent ever is going to care more about my money and helping me get more of it out of my home than Bob will. So they're sold on me at the end of the four questions. Then I do the tour of their house. Then we come back and do the fearless agent listing presentation after, again, they're already sold on doing business with me and doing business tonight. And then I end with the close at the end of the listing presentation. And they say, oh, don't forget, Bob, we wanted to find one before we put our house on the market. Don't forget that, Bob. Okay. So that's where we're at. Now, I could go ahead and say, if that wasn't the case, would we be doing business tonight? Oh, yes, Bob, we love you. We're doing business with you. You're the guy. No, no problem with that. I could go ahead and do the fearless agent pricing presentation, getting them to beg me to underprice their house on day one, which always happens to every fearless agent every time. So that could happen. And then I could do the buy-sell conversation at the end of that. By the way, if any of this stuff that we talk about here on the podcast makes sense to you and you are earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, if you are saying, hey, I wish I was making more money selling real estate than I am, and you're open to the idea of having some help, if you would like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That's my cell phone number. And let's just see if you and what you're trying to do in your real estate business and what we do here at Fearless Agent, which is make realtors rich. It's what we do all day, every day. If what we do would be a good fit for you, and that's the only conversation we're going to have, except any conversation you would like to have about your business. But the, when you call me, I always try to not sell you on coaching. Uh, and if you want to sign up for coaching, great. But I don't want you to unless it's a good fit for you. So if it's a good fit for you, you're going to get rich. If it's not a good fit for you, then we'll just admit that. And uh, some people have situations they're in or, or ideas that they have where I go, nah, this is not this is not going to be a good fit, fearless agent, and you, not a good fit. If it's not a good fit, I'm still going to help you. You can still call me anytime. So risk-free, pressure-free, give me a call, 480-385-8810. That's toll-free, day or night. And uh, I love talking to real estate agents. Don't think you're bothering me. Please don't email to me. Please don't text me. Always call me at 480-385-8810 because in sales, there's no such thing as emailing or texting. Is Lisa listening to me in the booth? Did she hear that? Oh, yeah, she is listening to me. 
Never text, never email. That's the rule in sales. So if you can't afford coaching, but you wish you could, go to fearlessagent.com, watch our 45-minute free webinar, do all the free stuff, take lots of notes, go to the speaking page. There's another 25-minute video there of me, kind of an excerpt out of a two-day event. Take some notes, watch all the videos on the video training page, and my guarantee to you is this. Those free videos will be better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach in North America any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you for free so you can afford our coaching in the future as soon as possible. So we're here for you. So 480-385-8810. Go to fearlessagent.com. Now, at the end of our uh, listing presentation or at the end of the pricing presentation and they come back with that thing, oh, we want to find one before we put ours on the market, what we do is confirm the conditions, okay? So I just want to make sure, you know, you, you mentioned you want to find one before you put your house on the market. That worried me a little bit. So here's here's the question I have. If you knew for certain, and there are very few guarantees in life, but this is one of them. If you knew for certain that by going about it that way, you would lose tens of thousands of dollars, would you be open to another idea that would keep that from happening? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. So I just want to make sure I understand your situation. So it sounds to me that the home that you're looking to buy is normal. In other words, it's not a uh, one-bedroom, seven-bathroom, high-rise horse property. It's not something bizarre or unique. I don't know how long it would take us to find it, but I think we can agree it's out there somewhere. And they say, yeah, it's out there somewhere. Okay. And I just want to make sure I understand that your major fear about finding one before you put yours on the market, What what is the real reason you want to go about it that way? Because that is quite unusual. So what's the reason you want to do it that way? Now, they're going to give you one of these two things. They're going to say, well, I don't want to end up homeless, you know. Or they're going to say, well, I don't want to get rushed into buying something that's not perfect for me. So if they say to you, hey, I don't want to end up homeless, then you give them the other one. Instead of saying, oh, no, you don't need to worry about that, which is crazy. You never say that. They say, well, I don't want to end up homeless. Then you say, well, in addition to that, you probably wouldn't want to get rushed into buying something that wasn't perfect for you. Is that also true, maybe? So you give them the other one. If they say, well, I don't want to get rushed into buying something that's not right for me, then you'd say, yeah, and in addition to that, you probably, uh, you know, you don't want to end up homeless or something like that. Isn't that right? Yes. So they say, oh, he gets me. Okay. And then the third thing that I'm wondering about is money. You know, does money matter to you? Is it fair to say that you don't want to lose tons and tons of money for no good reason? And they go, well, yeah, you know, that, that obviously that is true. So then fearless agents do this thing where they say, well, okay, well, let's, let's play real estate. Let's, let's say we go looking for houses tomorrow. And, you know, we're out there looking at houses and we're not really seeing anything we like. And then we're 
you know, we start in the morning. We we're looking at some neighborhoods. We're looking at how we don't really see anything we like, and then we keep on looking, and then you know we're not seeing anything we like. So we go have a little lunch, you know, a little, little lunch, take the edge off. Then we get back in the car. We go out. We're looking at some more houses, and then all of a sudden we pull into this neighborhood, and you go, "Oh my gosh, I like this neighborhood. This looks like this looks like my kind of thing." Then we're driving down the street, and we see the sign in the yard, and you go, oh, that looks – oh, wow. We pull up in front, and you go, wow, that – okay, that's nice. I like that, yes. Then I go up, and I fiddle around with the lockbox, and then I open the front doors, and oh, the heavenly hosts are singing. The choir of angels are singing, this is your perfect house. You can imagine that happening. Right. And then we go into the house and you love every single thing about it is as as if this house is custom made for you. And then we open the door to the backyard and you go, oh, my gosh, this is even better than the inside of the house. Maybe we'll just live in the backyard. It's so fantastic. So this is your custom made perfect house for you. Okay, Can you imagine that happening? Yes. Okay. So this is the perfect house. You know you'll never find a better one. So the question simply is this. Would you want to buy it? Yes, Bob, we'd want to buy it. Okay. So now I don't know how you are. I know how I am. I don't know how you are. But would you just automatically pay full price or would you want to negotiate the price? Now, when it's hypothetical in a story, and you haven't actually found the perfect house, they go, oh, no. Oh, no, we'd negotiate the price, Bob. Oh, yeah. We're never going to pay full price for anything we see. I'd say, okay. Well, house is $300,000-ish, right? Asking price is three hundred, let's say. Uh, how much less would you offer than $300,000 full price and still be able to sleep at night? And they'd say, well, I don't know. We probably offer twenty thousand less, you know, maybe two eighty, something like that. So okay, so I'm going to write down twenty k. All right. So at that moment, I guess I would have two jobs, wouldn't I? Now, one of my jobs would be to go to those sellers and explain to them that they have to risk taking their house off the market while you sell your house. Okay. Now that little risk that they have to take is baked into the cake on your favorite house. But it's also baked into the cake on your least favorite, crappiest house, the one you hate. Any house you're going to buy, you have to sell your house in order to buy it. So the seller always guaranteed 100% for sure has to take that risk. So that would be one of my jobs, wouldn't it? But then I have this additional job. I have to go to those same sellers and say, you know, in addition to you taking the risk of taking your house off the market while my my people need to sell their house, uh, they also want you to take $20,000 of your hard-earned money out of your pocket. Now, we are trained pretty well here at this Fearless Agent Realty thing, but what are the odds – that I can sell them on both of those. Yeah, slim and none and uh, slim just left down, right? So what would you have to give up to get me 
the opportunity to sell them on taking that. That's right, the twenty thousand. So we cross out the twenty thousand. Now you're losing twenty thousand dollars simply because you're in a horrible negotiating position. Okay. But the funny thing is, that's not the bad news. No, that was actually the good news. The good news is you're losing twenty thousand dollars because you're in a horrible list. You know, negotiating position. The bad news is. Look what we've done here. Now you are a have to sell in record time. All these things have to happen. I have to put your house on the market. I get all the photographs taken. I got to get all the remarks put on the MLS. I got to take all the photos. I got to do all the all the all the stuff. Fill out the listing correctly. Make sure there's no mistakes, and do that in record time. Okay, because remember the seller said. Let me get this straight. Is their house already sold? And I'd go, uh, no. Well, see, here's the thing. This is the thing. You always know bad news is coming when you use the phrase, here's the thing. This is the thing. Good news never, you know, people don't go, here's the thing. This is the thing. You just won the lottery. No. Here's the thing. This is the thing. I just fixed you up on a blind date. Is she pretty? Uh, here's the thing. This is the thing. No, you know how, you know, bad news is coming. So it's not on the market yet. Uh, but we're going to put it on really quick. Well, is it is it undercut? No, it's not. You know, we're going to put it on the market. It's really going to be. I think it's going to be easy to sell. And the and the sellers going. Uh, I don't know about that. So now you have to get your house sold because there is a deadline, or you're going to lose your favorite house because that's baked into the cake. There's a deadline. So in record time, we have to do all that stuff. Get the off now. If your house is taking too long to sell. What would we have to do to the price to get it to seller quicker? That's right. We'd have to reduce the price to get it to sell quicker. So on your $200,000 house, how much less do you think you'd have to reduce the price to get it to sell quicker? So they say, I don't know, 20000 You go, let's say it's only ten. Okay, minimize it. 10000 So now look what's happened. You're losing $10,000 because you're a have to sell rather than a want to sell. So just to recap that, just so I get it, okay, what's going on here is you're losing $20,000 because you're in a horrible negotiating position. You're losing $10,000 because you're a have to sell rather than a want to sell. You're losing a total of $30,000 of your hard-earned money, and you're not losing it because you're doing anything wrong either. You're just doing it backwards. So here's the question. If there was a magic way that I could keep you from losing the 20 grand, keep you from losing the 10, keep you from losing a total of $30,000 and give you plenty of time to find your perfect house, would we be doing business tonight? And then they'd say, well, yeah. Say, okay, well, here's the good news. It doesn't take magic. I'm a real estate professional. That's what we do, okay? So we can sell your house contingent upon you finding one someday, somehow, somewhere. We can have you lease back. We can do an extended close with options to extend the close even more. There's all kinds of things we can do. Uh, do you have any other questions about that? Okay, so now I get the listing. Now I get the listing. The very next night, I get a full price offer. Close in 30 days. I present the offer to the sellers. They say, we'll take it. I'll say, wait a minute. Remember you were worried 
that you would get an offer right away and be homeless or be rushed into buying something and they go, oh, no, that's no problem. We'll live with her sister. The whole thing was fake anyway. The number one way realtors lose commissions in this business is not being able to handle the objection, we want to find one before we list. Now, that is probably the hardest of all the objection handling things that we teach. Now, Fearless Agent is pretty famous for one thing. We don't teach you to handle objections because you never get any when you're a fearless agent. But that one's real, okay? That's a real live objection that people have. And when you learn how to handle that, like a fearless agent does, you're not going to have any other objections in addition to that, probably. If you do, we teach you how to handle those too. But the main thing I want people to do is not handle objections. It is the skill of not getting them in the first place. If you're in all these other coaching programs, you're constantly being peppered with objections because you're asking stupid questions that don't make sense anyway, and you're constantly talking about how to handle them and role-playing how to handle them. Real, real, real salespeople never role-play. Real fearless agents never role-play. They never do that. They don't have to. They're on the phone booking five listing appointments a week. They're getting a listing a week minimum. So if... Uh, I want to thank you, first of all, for joining us today. If you have any questions, again, if any of this stuff makes sense to you, go to fearlessagent.com where you can sign up for our coaching. We can make you rich if it's a good fit. To find out if it's a good fit, you call me at 480-385-8810. Pick up the phone right now and call me at 480-385-8810. If you don't get me, leave a message. I'll call you back. I'm very good about that. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you see it. And until next week, always do what all fearless agents do. Have fun. Most of all, be humble. When you have all these skills, you got to stay humble. And most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Thanks, gang.